And so this is what we do. So we bring in cool people doing cool things. How sweet. Yeah. I like this. Oh, let me get my beverage. Hold on one second. Yeah, you don't want to forget that. But no, man. We got to do this properly, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Beaming from Pacific Junction Hotel to Earth. Girth. Nice. You did a little cheers. Yeah, sometimes you got to cheers. I feel, well, not all the... Um, I did. I was. I went on a date with this girl, uh, like a couple months ago, and she, um, she was like, "Let's cheers," and I go, "I didn't want to. I did it. I did. I eventually cheers." But then she's like, "Don't you just don't you cheer?" I go, "Yeah, for special occasions." She was, "I cheer all the time." Oh, that's kind of a waste of a cheer, isn't it? Isn't it whack? And I was like, that was one of the reasons why I was like, I can't date this person. Yeah, that's your. Uh... That and she said, um, "What did she say in a text?" Not not F FML. Uh, too much information. What's the one? TMI. TMI. She said TMI, and she's a grown-up. A little much, isn't it? That's a little TMI. Uh, on me? Did I just do a TMI? Oh yeah, she did a little. She yeah, she doubled. She doubled up on the TMIs. <laughs> did we start? I don't even know. Oh, a little bit. A little. So are you are you up on your emojis and your internet slang and? Yeah, like um, I try to I I try to tap into what the millennials are doing. Is that a proper answer? I felt like I, I was like a hip hop enthusiast. That probably didn't make any sense either. No, that was just a weird segue. It was a weird segue. I just really like certain <laughs> terms, like like wavy. Like oh, I heard wavy, and I go, that's kind of cool. But I don't even know where that. Uh, I'm not putting it in the proper sense. Probably. Yeah, but that's also too. That's a different thing because there's the there's the TMI and emojis, and then there's a hip hop slang. Like yeah. there's a lot to keep up with now. It is. It, it um. It's too much. I don't. I don't like hashtagging a lot either. Like I can. I if you do, I think it should be like four hashtags is is fine. Once it goes into a paragraph of hashtags, <laughs> I think you've crossed the line at some point. That's fair. That's tough, but fair. Yeah. I. I well, I'm not an expert, but I, I just mm, wouldn't do it. That's that's your. That's yeah. Your, that's your Sophie's choice, I guess. I hashtag one or two words. Yeah, my my buddy won't hashtag. I guess we can properly start now. In terms of, um, you've been mo living in LA for the last little while. Since June first of of two thousand and uh, I would say what fifteen? No. So just under 16, a year. Yeah, last June. Yeah, so just under a year just, almost. Uh, yeah, under a year, correct. Yeah, how's uh, what's the difference between? So you grew up in Windsor. Grew up in Windsor, Ontario, till I think it was like twenty four. I think I went to college for four years. So at nineteen, I went to college. Yeah, college, yeah. Right after, I didn't. I didn't take a break. I've been to Windsor. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's Windsor. It is. There's a. I don't know if I ever. Uh, if you ever seen that, someone showed it to me. It was a meme of Rambo, um, but he's like when he's doing the thumbs, when he yeah. has his thumbs up, and he's like, he looks like he's her and shit. And then that's when that's the the meme was uh, when someone asked you how's Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best. That yeah. describes Windsor perfectly. Yeah, somebody nailed that uh, one. Yeah, they, whoever did that is amazing. Uh, yeah. Meme meme game is on point though. I think that might be the new stand up. I think like. People make like do an hour of memes, like they'll create their own memes and just go. And I think people would sit, mm -hmm. and people would pay like thirty bucks, man, to have like live memeing. I think that's the <laughs> next thing. Um, is that something going to start either in uh, L.A. or Me? Windsor? Yeah, I ain't fucking stuck. <laughs> I can't do that, man. I don't know. I don't. I can barely spell. <laughs> so, now you got to add design into it. I have yeah. no idea what's happening. Cause that's the thing too. Like the Rambo one is a good example. Like when you hit a proper meme, like when you get, you line up that image with that right caption, 
Like it hits. It hits huge. But I just I I I don't know. I I I had somebody meme for me, but I've never done it. Like I haven't. I can't design one. Maybe I should learn. But I'm, I'm not excited, as I would say. That'd be an interesting celebrity occupation, eh? To have to be like a meme. Yeah, you, but your own celebrity memer. Dude, there's like so much now. It's like Vine, YouTube, yeah. Snapchat. So people just get, which is fun. You know, I I, there, I I think people like like getting their feelings sometimes, like comedians maybe about that. But like I used to, I used to think like because it was different to me, so I didn't understand it. And then you meet some of these Vine and MySpace, or not MySpace, sorry, you, uh, YouTube stars. That's crazy. That's way throwback. <laughs> MySpace, man. Um, You're showing the age a little bit here. Yeah, I don't care. I, I do, I do. I think it's funny when you don't, when you don't show your uh, age, I guess, because it's just, it's kind of like I'm not gonna. You'll find out. We knew someone that I, I knew someone that lied about their height. On their idea, IMDb. Is it like IMDb? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, we knew you were like four something. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially yeah. when they walk in the room, though. Man. Yeah, it's like, but they're scared. You know, it's like, a, I guess it's like an image. But I would, I, I, yeah, I did show my age there. But yeah, I remember when MySpace was 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 lit. MySpace was huge, man. Yeah, it took out friends there. Actually, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought, man, MySpace was like good for musicians. I don't know. It, it like, was, yeah. That's what kind of blew it up. Like you said, got lit, right? Yeah. Then it started uh, all those music. This was kind of like the beginning, right? With all the Napster yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, people were just sharing their music and connecting that way. So I remember that, right? And then that's once the internet busted that open, because it, it's the same thing, especially like in a place like Windsor. You only have a certain amount of like like content that you can access. So many movies, yeah. so many like um, so much music, books, all that kind of stuff. And nobody's really gonna tour there. Nobody's gonna like, you know what I mean? To do in in Windsor, yeah, they had a, they had a good music scene there, like like a good like people would pass through. It was very like for me, Windsor was great because it was like the, uh, my family was there, and it's a sense of community. And I grew up in a Middle Eastern family, so there was there was that community there that was always fun to me and interesting. It's a big community as well in uh, Michigan, Dearborn, and yeah, big one, man. I I've gone over the billboards are in Arabic. Yeah. I feel that's when you've made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When you got billboard money. You got billboard money, man. When you're. <laughs> that's when you've arrived. I didn't know. I found out. I knew. Everyone knew this. I think Casey Kasem is Lebanese. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a hall. I went to a like a, like a, I guess a hall of fame for Middle Eastern people. There is one. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But it's just like everybody from the Middle East. I think it's like... culture. Yeah. It's like anyone that's like Middle Eastern. And Kate, they had Casey Kasem's. Uh, I remember taking a picture, a picture of it. Yeah, but I, he's Lebanese, man. Represent. He did because that's your background. That is my background. Yeah, it is, uh, it is a nice background. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and so, growing up in Windsor, then with this community, uh, all pre memes and pre, uh, I guess Facebook and all that. Um, did that influence a, like that? Obviously, influenced a lot of your comedy, right? Like not having that stuff or having that stuff. Either or. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if it influenced. I don't know if it influenced it. it. You know what? Like with MySpace and Facebook is just it allows you to communicate better. Obviously, you know this. I'm not speaking anything new to you, but um, to 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 get across and promote. You know, what I'm saying there's that interaction that you could have, and then people could see what you're doing and stuff, and there's a connection. Like if someone sees you at a show. They'll add you on Facebook, so then they get a glimpse of of who you are. That's what helps out too. It brings you closer, and then from there, they probably become better, more fans of you when mm-hmm. they know when they when they know other layers. So that helps. I, I think that's 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 a great thing for with Facebook. 
What was some of the earlier stand-up comics that you started watching or started connecting with at a young age, I uh, guess? Richard Pryor. Well, Richard Pryor was probably the biggest influence, but I remember seeing Dice Clay not knowing what the hell's going on. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even think he was real. I was like, this guy's, uh, Eddie Murphy, of course, Delirious. And Raw. And I think we saw Raw, too. But Delirious, was I, I thought, was better and my favorite. And then just coming up from there, it was like uh, Chappelle's Killing Him Softly. Yeah. And, um, that one's all gold. Yeah, dude, that is all. That is very all, all gold. Mike Epps, I was a big fan of Cat Williams. I'm trying to think. I watched a lot of Def Comedy Jam and yeah. B, uh, BET's Comic View, man. Like as a kid, like mm-hmm. as a teen, I watched all, all of it. I think I like went through all the the tapes. Like I found the old like Martin when Martin Lawrence was a host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a particular style of comedy. Like yeah, there's my favorite line from Martin Lawrence when he he sees Flavor Flav in the audience. He goes, "Man, is that you, Flavor Flav?" He goes, and then Flavor Flav's up in the booth, like kind of just like like shit dancing, kind of like acknowledging that Martin's acknowledging him. And he goes, "Flavor Flav, man, Flavor Flav," and he keeps doing that for like I don't know, like <laughs> seems like four minutes. And he goes, then he just turns his tone to like serious, and he goes, "Man, he goes, Flavor Flav's so ugly, cockroaches are like daddy." <laughs> It was just like he was the man when he did Def Comedy Jam, man. He was a yeah. So it was I watched all that stuff, and um, I don't think I was big into Seinfeld. Yeah, because that's almost the opposite from what you're talking about, yeah, right? Because that's a lot of like the urban, the black, the hip hop yeah, kind of. I think that that influenced me a lot more. Um, I, I would have to say. Robin Williams. Uh, I wasn't a big Robin Williams. Yeah, see, fan. so it's yeah. the opposite, yeah, it's right? Opposite like, for me. Yeah, it just made more sense to me. What did that? Why did that make sense to you in terms of like you understood that voice or no? Just the style aesthetically, I guess. Like like comics like Bernie Mac, that aggression and that like this charming and the smoothness of it, and I guess the style and it, it kind of like it's like a, a, a hip hop tone to it. Yeah, and that that always um, it was intriguing to me. Guys like Chappelle and Chris Rock are deceptively angry. Their tone is not always kind of angry, but they. But it has like a hip hop vibe to it, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's like they, they have hip hop vibes to them and it's exciting and it's like almost like spoken word. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, I, uh, I even think B- Bill Burr has, uh, I don't know, like a type of hip hop, even though it's, it sounds weird to say, mm-hmm. but he has that kind of, not an angst in a bad way, angst in a positive way, like you're speaking for something. Yeah. It's almost, I hate the term, but it's like, it's almost like having an edge. Yeah, but not like you know, not like it's an edgy comic, but yeah, just like yeah. you have an edge. Like I know what you're saying. You know like, what yeah, I mean? It's always it's, weird. I think yeah. that was in a bio of mine, and I felt uncomfortable when they were reading it. Yeah. I wanted to stop the person that was reading it, but it was at an event. I wanted to heckle my own self through the bio. <laughs> I go, he's not that edgy. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> it's all an illusion. Yeah, and then they have a fog machine there, like <laughs> hit the fog machine and just disappear. Yeah, would you heckle yourself? Heckling yourself? Would then I do that? That would be like Inception or something. I would heckle myself. There's been some points of, of me being on stage where I would have heckled me. Yeah. I mean, just to motivate myself. But yeah, if I could do an Inception thing, I would. How did you get started then? So now you listen to all this deaf comedy jam? I always wanted to. I think I, I just knew I wanted to be in entertainment, basically. And then I think at 19, I did a Yuck Yucks contest. Yuck Yucks was going around Canada finding the best new comics. And I remember I auditioned and I bombed horribly. 89X was a local radio station. Yeah, it's like and our they, Edge 102 yeah, here. Yeah, like Edge, you know. And um, they gave me, they gave out stickers. I put all the stickers. I was wearing this Michigan Wolverines jersey on my jersey like an idiot. And I went <laughs> up and ate shit so badly. I must have did 20 jokes in five minutes. I had this whack-ass joke 
where I'm like, man, you ever, you, you know, when you're in the bathroom taking a shit, and I thought this was like, oh man, this is this is it, this is gonna get me in there, um, and then you, someone comes in, and you don't want them to hear the the shit that what the sound the shit makes when it hits the toilet, so you go lower, and your butt gets wet. <laughs> I put that out to the world. Somebody should have heckled me at that. Point. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad I lost. Um, it never went through at all. So, you still when you bomb, you still kind of. I- bomb now or i still you... bomb yeah i still bomb i bomb in conversation i bomb with my friends uh with family i bombed with pets <laughs> i bombed horribly with pets man you ever try to like be cute with a dog on the street and it doesn't look at you yeah like, you, i bomb in front of the owner and the dog but yeah in comedy i've bombed i bombed so badly once uh, not even one like once but i mean like last year in thunder no was it thunder bay at this like hall so I went there. I did two shows. There's like, like they were packed, like 200 people. It felt great. The first Friday was great. Saturday, early show. You know when you're feeling yourself, right? So now at this point, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm the, I'm the man, right? So then I go in there and uh, I pick a guy to, 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 to not heckle with, but to engage. And he was this French guy. But I knew we were done. Like after five minutes, he kept jamming me up. So I go, this is gonna bomb. I just can feel it's growing. 20 minutes. Nothing. Like, and I tell the guy, I look at him, I go, hey man, I think we, I think I picked the wrong guy. So the audience kind of laughs. And at one point there was a lady, she said, she's like a hugger, I guess. She likes hugging people. And she tried coming. No, she was like, I like hugging people. And she hugged someone in the audience. And then after that, this bigger guy, it's a bigger white dude with, uh, his friend gets up and walks away. But the bigger dude loses it, bro. Imagine silence. And then this guy goes, come on, tell a fucking joke. Like desperately yelling that. For five minutes. Hey, guys, you picked the wrong guy. <laughs> just bomb, yeah. man. And the most awkward, and I just, after, he, I, I go, sir, I, I just want the audience to know I'm not really hurt. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't say it. Like, he was right. I did bomb. But I was trying to tell the audience that it didn't affect me. As, like, I didn't want them to think I would be sad about it. I understood that I failed, and then he taught, he showed me. And then I go, but this is just going to become a story I tell for my Toronto comedian friends of the time that I go on. And I got yeah. yelled at. This guy snapped, man. But <laughs> when he said, for the love of God, tell a joke, mm-hmm. is still one of my favorite lines. Like desperately pleading for me to tell a joke. And I yeah. did eight more minutes and he stayed, but did no jokes. I, it was even worse than what he saw before. And the promoter hugged me from behind. I thought she, I was, she was going to yell at me. But she's like, that was great. I was like, I don't think it was great. <laughs> you win some and you lose some, right? Yeah. But that night I lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Left some skin in the game. Yeah, man. Does it still affect you the same way when you bomb? Or is it kind of like you have a different mentality now that you've been doing this for a little, little while? I don't take it that personal uh, any as much anymore. I could uh, Before I get all sad, I think every comic would get sad. Maybe not. Some are, are more confident. But I would be sad for days. I'd be really bummed out now. If it happens, it happened. That was the reason I could maybe I, I I like I start I try to understand why it happened and then let it go and then because you're gonna perform again. Mm-hmm. So, Is that the mentality? So when you went up to Yuck Yucks to do this, uh, they're looking for the greatest comic or new oh, that, comic. I didn't know what I was doing. Then. Yeah. So even after I bombed, I felt like a bag of shit for weeks. Like at that, then it was like so new that it was a fragile. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, man, if you want to call me a piece of shit or you don't like me, that's cool. You built up the kind of like the, the stamina now. Well, right? I just I get it. Some people aren't gonna like you, and some people some nights it's not gonna click, and then you can't fight that, man. It's mm-hmm. like it's like having a bad game playing basketball. There's a there's a great moment with uh, Larry David, the guy who did the Seinfeld. Yes, right. I like how you. I like how one you didn't think I was on. on I didn't know who Larry. Did. 
or Seinfeld. How fucking dumb would I be though? To be honest, if I said who is that, like if I didn't know, how much would would you you I would have to crash through the window in this studio. Like I'd have to jump through the window. But not necessarily, because Larry David is a little bit in terms of st- especially in terms of stand up comedy. He's he hasn't really done it for the last little while, right? So he's kind of a little bit more like old school, I guess. Seinfeld? No, Seinfeld just keeps going, but Larry David though. I don't think Larry even did stand. Like he, he did, did stand up. That's but, why but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he like. I think I don't. He hated. Yeah. He yeah, hated, that's why I'm bringing it. up the story because he came out one night. He got introduced and it was like our next comic, blah blah blah. And he came out and he looked at the audience and he said, "Forget it." And then he walked yeah, off. Yeah, I still think that's amazing. That's yeah. pretty dope. That's pretty, and and it makes sense though. Even just from that, I feel from that little portion of what the basis of his show, like what that describes him as a as a person, and describes as you, I feel as you see him. Like yeah, he'd, he'd do that, which is pretty cool though. I think that's cool. And so sometimes how, you do say that. Yeah, but, but we go. You have to do it. Yeah, I wish I could go up and be like, I'm not feeling this because I've said that and it never felt it, and then wasted everyone's time for 40 minutes, 45 minutes. I, it's great to detect it and not have to do it. It's the same thing because you've done some TV too. Like I've done auditions as well. I've dabbled, as they say. You dabbled, on the low right? Key, on the low key, I dabbled. But when you go in sometimes, you can tell right away they're like, oh, yeah, it's not. Auditions, I suck. Yeah. I'm the wor- worst. It's not even like, I'm getting better. I was awful. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, one time I went in, um, I remember we lived at, uh, my, uh, for, for my buddies in the, in the, in the studio, well, this is a comic as well, Kevin Solo, very funny guy um on stage and off stage but we were living together and i think i had that fedora i bought this fedora and i auditioned to mcdonald's <laughs> so i go in and i it was like whatever and the next day i get a call from my agent she's like uh, hey you got a call back for the mcdonald's i was like oh cool she goes okay and i'm about to hang up she goes wait 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 wait, goes, bring the fedora <laughs> and i was like what she goes bring i go why she goes just don't argue with me bring the fedora make sure you bring the fedora so i bring the fedora um and i i'm sitting there and they'll sometimes in the audition i'll call you in to, to to give you instructions so they call us in to give instructions i see a fedora on the table are you fucking kidding me there was no fedora the day before <laughs> why is there a, and then a shittier version of my fedora yeah right so we do the audition but i don't think i wore my fedora they made me wear their fedora and then i find out that i don't get the commercial but the fedora made the commercial <laughs> That's not right, man. But that then it just kind of calmed my soul from <laughs> yeah. ever after that for like auditions. I'm like nobody they care, but they'll though it's you know I've had one where this one was bad, dude. I thought I could memorize this monologue, but the monologue was messing with my head. I just couldn't get it. And I showed other friends uh, comics like the funny comics like Ali Hassan Massimo who are good actors. They even looked at it and they're like, I don't we don't know what this is. So I knew I was doomed when they were said that. I go in, man. Have the paper in my hand. It's in front of Lorraine something like this, uh, like a really well-known casting uh, agent or director, right? So I I fall apart, bro. I'm I'm not even now. I'm my voice is cracking and I can't even <laughs> say I'm not reading the lines anymore. I'm bombing at my own lines in life, so I'm just falling apart. And then I go and I finish, and then she's like, "Oh, thanks, Dave." And I walk to go walk out, and then the dude I guess who wrote it goes, "Dave, can you come back here for a sec?" And then I walk over the table and they're all just sitting there. And he goes, did you, uh, did you memorize, did you memorize this or try to? I go, oh yeah, I did, man. I tried very much. I just, I just, I just didn't, I didn't get it. And, and he goes, okay, cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of your comedy. Oh, nice. And I was like, thanks, man. And he goes, okay. And it was just the most <laughs> awkward because I'm like, I'm not getting this. Like, at yeah. least he gave me hope, like, you know, yeah. a little bit of hope, but he was like, for sure. He's like, this guy. He's an idiot. How come he didn't memorize <laughs> the lines? But I tried to. So 
they're fun sometimes and sometimes they're even when they're bad i feel they're fun do you think he was hoping for some love like once he said i'm a fan of your comedy he was hoping that like you would say to him i'm a fan of your writing i wasn't gonna say shit because i was embarrassed of what happened <laughs> i actually don't even know i i never met him before yeah i think i don't i think i might have known the name but i i wasn't like and i was going for like a muslim role but i knew a guy going for the role and he looked more he just looked more middle eastern than i did yeah and I don't know if that's kind of racist in my thing to assume that, but like the way they gave the description of the character, I go, there's no way I'm going to get this, even if I did really well, unless they change the the role and stuff like that. So sometimes you, you get those and you're like, why, you know, you don't, you, why do I do them? Yeah. I, I do want, I don't want to jam you up with this one, but I, I don't think I told Kevin this. It was, it was here. Um, it was for like this show, um, joke off for MTV in the U.S. So it's like they, they give you like these Instagram pictures and it's like social media, you tell jokes and there's teams of two and there's three. It's like improv and comedian and stuff like that. So I, that night before I'm, I'm, I have a comic friend in town, Alex Pavone and Rich Ruiz, who's from, from LA, where they're trying to help me. We're trying to put together this stuff. We put together the, the jokes. I go in, I do like, uh, so I walk in, there's like a young couple, a young, not, they're not a couple, but there's just like young people. And then this older white dude in the corner who I assume might have been the guy who, I don't know, I, in my head is like he probably owns the show or whatever. So I go in there and I start telling my jokes at the screen, they pop them up on the screens and it's going mediocre at best, right? And then I, that many chuckles, maybe a couple are laughing that the white dude goes, Hey Dave, do you mind if I take a stab at this? <laughs> I've never seen that happen, right? I was like, wow, I'm I'm sucking big time. <laughs> this guy, you know, and it, the picture was of a girl's ass and a dog, and the dog's looking towards would look towards you, right? He says the dirtiest joke, I can't even remember it, like dirty as fuck. And they all start dying. I go, oh man, I panic and I go, oh dude, I didn't know you could be dirty. And he goes, Yeah, go for it. I step up to the mark and go, I like to eat women's asses. <laughs> like no joke. <laughs> Just stared at, and then then everyone's just like, "What?" And then I stole the guy's joke and did it shittier. <laughs> and then I, he's like, "You got anything else?" And I tried one more, and it and I left. I bombed it so bad. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it is, but it's great uh, story at the end. Yeah, and that's what I love about stand up too is the stories, obviously. And is that kind of why you kind of keep doing it and like go on the road and keep? Uh, I, I don't think, I, I don't like to do anything else and I don't think I'd be good at anything else because I flopped a lot of other things. You know what I'm saying? At least with this stand up, I love doing so much, even if it's like, just like, even if, you know, I get, I get paid for it, but even if someone wasn't going to pay me, I love doing it because mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a, and all the comics will tell you when you speak to them, I, I think it's relatively the same response is that it's the energy you get with them. It's fun. It's so much fun, man. I've done a lot of drugs. But nothing ever compared to the response I'd get, like getting off stage and they love, they like you. So even the ecstasy, I've rolled off a bunch of e pills. It was lovely. I put Vicks on my chest, you know what I mean? Put Vicks <laughs> on my nose. I was cloud nine. Get donuts at seven a.m. in the morning. Freak out the lady behind the counter because you have like Vicks Nightwell on your lip. <laughs> she, no one tells you. Um, so I've been high and loved it. But this this uh, this high is great. Mm -hmm. So what's the why did you choose L.A. to go? What's the difference between like L.A. comedy and your comedy? I I, I don't know I don't know because I, I don't have enough knowledge in, in both scenes because I've only been there really uh, less like little time little of a time. But New York feels like a place that you know if you want to just do pure stand up, you could do other stuff. But like it's a stand up city. It's like you could do sh like so many shows a night. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one. And then L.A. is like pretty more spaced out. And then people are there like to write, to do improv, to write movies, to write 
scripts and then and do stand up. So there's a other other things you could explore, which you could do in a, in New York too. And then you're closer to TV. So people from New York moved to LA. So I just didn't want to move twice and I've always wanted to go to LA and and give it a shot or try it. So that 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 was my reason. And how is it working out? I it's, it's not it's 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 a it was a slow process, but it's like every day I'm there and every every time I do a show or I meet people, it's just you take it day by day and it's uh gone better than I thought it would in a year. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, uh, you know, I'm not saying it like to be like in a fake way or lying or like it's, it's could, could it, could, could I have attained more things for sure? I think everyone wants that, but yeah. like for, for what, what, what I got out of it out of the first year almost, well, have almost the first year, I'm happy with that. I, I could sit here and tell you generally I'm happy. Yeah. Cause you've performed at like, uh, the nerd, the nerdist melt room. The I did that, that. Yeah. The meltdown show meltdown, that they have. Yeah. I did that. Uh, I did that. And then I did the nerd, uh, nerd melt. The, yeah, uh, set list show that they have. How was that experience? Because that's kind of like an infamous kind of meltdowns. Concept. A pop, very popular show. It's great, man. That audience is packed, and they're just there to laugh. You could just like it's it's awesome. They're mm -hmm. like a very comedy savvy audience, so they're there to see stand up, and they probably are fans of people that are on that show. Yeah, so you're just not getting people that walk in and go. I'm gonna check out a show. It feels like these people are like, I'm gonna go see these people because I know these people, and that's so it makes the crowd way better. Yeah, it's like it's a community, right? It's like its own community and stuff like that. So it's a good little. It's it's a great thing that they have there, and the the people that run it are uh, lovely people what's the shawarma situation like in la not, not really I, i still say windsor has the dopest shawarma i'll give you that yeah, yeah. give me five for that oh yeah yeah, See, yeah. yeah and I, i'll argue people uh yeah. but windsor has the dopest shawarmas to me so i don't really there's a shawarma place by my house though and i go there a lot i get the, the beef plate yeah. so i frequent it and it actually got so excited when i found out it was there because it reminded me of like windsor and toronto yeah so then that i go there i'll go there by myself so i don't uh, yeah i i there's it's it's and it's it's decent okay and falafel how's that situation i don't eat the i don't eat falafels that much anymore when i was a kid my mom would make that but now as a, as a grown-up i don't I, i if i'm gonna go i'm gonna get a chicken or beef i don't i rarely fuck with a falafel yeah it's almost kind of like a letdown now it's like having a peanut it's butter kinda, sandwich yeah it's like it's kind of i don't know if it got too healthy or it was always healthy i just don't like it yeah they don't put kevin said they don't put effort into it yeah maybe that's true too then yeah it's just kind of uninspired okay And in terms of, uh, so you have a show coming up um, at the Drake. That's like, yeah. you're going to be taping it. Man, um, I, you know, like we, I, we promote stuff all the time, but this I'm, I'm genuinely really uh, pushing and promoting hard. It's May 31st at the Drake Hotel in Toronto. I'm doing a comedy special taping. Uh, it's two shows, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. You can get tickets off of Drake Hotel um, or my website, which is Dave Merhej, M-E-R-H-E-J-E.com. So you go there, you get tickets. There's two shows. Come out. The Dino Archie, a good buddy of mine from Los Angeles, who just did Jimmy Kimmel and won the Seattle Comedy Competition, uh, is going to be doing an opening spot. He'll do like 15 minutes on both shows. So it's going to be the energy is going to be great, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. We like we like performing. Like you know, when we're, when we're both on shows, we have a lot more fun. So it's going to be great, man. And, I, and I've worked hard on the stuff that I'm going to do. And um and say and I wanted to do it in the city that I that I love uh, the most and uh, that's Toronto Toronto so I wanted to do it. How well, how is your writing process then? Like you said, you just worked really hard on the stuff that you're going to do. How is like if I think of something, I'll just I'll work it out in my head and then on stage. So I'll think if something happens, I'll just try to rework it and and because I practiced, I try to find myself, I try to be myself on stage. So it, that that's I've been trying to work on that for 10 years so and continue working on it. So it kind of like so if an idea pops in, in my head, I'll go do it and I'll keep working it out on stage and just and then tweaking it kind of thing. So um, are you still getting a lot of love for your Drake impression? 
No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Um, I wanted to say no. Um, the funny thing about it is, like, uh, we have a friend that's friends with him that did acting with him, and he hates it. He hates your impression. He hates the impression. Why does he hate the impression? Because he just thinks it sucks. He's a buddy of ours. It's yeah. funny. I, I, he saw it when I was on MTV. He saw it. I sent it to him. I think, or he saw it, and he goes, "This is garbage." He goes, <laughs> you want to do a little bit of it now? No, I don't even know how to do it anymore. I can't. Yeah. Not, not, and not even I don't know how to do it. I, you know, I never really did it. I was fucking around. I was walking. I was walking with a with a, a, a friend of ours, Frank. Uh, down the street and then i we kept just riffing on how uh how the uh, he, the the lyrics sometimes are conversations mm -hmm. so it's like almost he's rapping conversations to you <laughs> so we were just, i was just joking when i'd be like that's cool where you at now i don't understand where she is i'm at starbucks like so we just kept riffing that like convos and he would do it and i would do it i'm like where you going i was at the library and i got there and they said that the book wasn't there like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and then it just turned into a joke and i was doing the same riff Because at MTV, I would riff a lot and then like off camera. And mm -hmm. then I did it and they were like, you should do a sketch, of course. And then they just kept pouncing on it. They kept wanting to go to it. And I yeah. just didn't really, you know, I wasn't, it's, it's cool. But I didn't really like, I'm going to imitate this guy. Yeah. I would try to imitate like Lil Wayne and stuff. That one I was genuinely like, I wanted to learn how to impersonate. But the Drake one, I, we were just fucking around. How's, how do you, what's the secret to imitating Lil Wayne? I don't know. I just watched that, you know, that Carter documentary? Yeah. That was crazy. That's yeah. a great documentary. Uh, and that he, dude is crazy. He's nuts, man. And I was at the height of Lil Wayne, so he'd be like, uh, the best part was when he cut that interviewer off. Yeah. He went off a hologram. Or he said something about, like, it sounded like so incriminating. And I was like, this guy is insane. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, that was, I think I've watched the documentary twice. It's great. What hip hop are you listening to these days that you're digging? Um, I, we just we just listened to Chance, the rapper's new album. That was great. I liked Life of Pablo. Mm -hmm. I listened to Views. Um, I feel it's a very Toronto album. Yeah. Like, but it's it's got it's got some good records. Uh, always like J Cole, uh, Anderson Pack. But he's like he's like what would we say Soul. Yeah, he's like Soul. The album's called Malibu. It's I I like it. My friend Dino Archie put me onto it. Is it nice being in LA? Because you have a lot more access to some of the hip hop. That yeah, we you don't... could see. Yeah, you could see some stuff out there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't really been to a concert yet. No, I did. I went to an Odd Future concert, a little show like yeah. Haji Beats. Okay. And then Tyler came. I came for one song. I was so late that I came for one song. My buddy was making fun of me. Yeah. Thank then, you and good night. Yeah, basically. And then Haji did an encore and brought out Tyler. Tyler came at the end. The place went nuts. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's that's I think the only hip hop show I went to. So the after the the taping on May thirty first at the Drake, yeah. What's gonna What's the next thing? You got something else kind of cool? The field trip. I I'll be at the field uh, the field trip music festival, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and they they have a comedy, um, section, and it's uh mean rap battles. I don't know if you ever checked out rap battles uh, in Toronto. They're really great. Uh, the Rivas brothers do them, and uh, they do them at the comedy bar. But they're gonna be at the field trip, so I think they set you up as characters. So you mm -hmm. both are characters, and you rap battle against each other. And they do like a whole, it's like almost like a big production. It's pretty dope. I checked that out. I'm on the same day as them. And then Mark Little um, is the next next day. And with Crimson, I always say it wrong. Crimson Wave, Tide. <laughs> it's a show that Natalie Norman and Jess Boulia do at the comedy bar at, uh, on Sundays. And they do a podcast and that's going to be at the show. So I fucked up their their name. The name. Well, of the I'll show. put it in the uh, little blurb when we. Yeah, you could, you know. Yeah. So yeah. send my apologies. There you go. Drake. It's funny because you brought up Drake too, because he's kind of been, he's a meme now. 
Like everything he does is kind of like memed. memed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's not even like a real person anymore. It's just like a like a muppet or something. Well, I'd say he's super famous, so it's like it makes sense, right? He's easy, like he's easily he he's good at being memed. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. It's just he's dope. He's like super huge, and it's like you can find things that's funny, and he's that. And also, he's not—he's not scared to be vulnerable. It seems I don't know him personally, so of course, when you open yourself up like that, you're probably gonna get memed. Yeah, because like most people are just like hiding who they are. So how could you meme them? So I think it's—I think it's a cool, funny thing. All right, Dave. Thanks for coming in and like, like thank you for hanging uh, out and talking comedy and shawarma and memes and. We were trying to set this up for a while, so thank you for letting me come on here and promote uh, my uh, my taping, man. Yeah, thank you so much. So May thirty first at the, the Drake, Drake Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Eight o'clock and ten o'clock. You can get tickets at Dave Merhej, M E R H E J E dot com or go to the Drake Hotel or Ticket Fly. Good friend, bad grammar. Yes, that's what it's called. I should always say that. Good friend, bad grammar. I'm a good friend, but my grammar's awful. I've had every girl tell me that the worst texter and every friend tell me that. At the same time that I text the worst. So And your anti hashtag. I'm uh, I do one hashtag. Usually I'll do hashtag adorable. Well, I do. Cool. I want to do hashtags with with emojis. I want to mash that world up. <laughs> so that's my new thing. <laughs> that's now I put like dollar signs instead of A's, and it really probably annoys people. Yeah. So that's like that's some world conquering plans right there. It's like that's all. That's my next project. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go after that. <laughs> once you drop it, that, man. then that's it. We got to okay, shut this down. Yeah. Once I do that, the game is over. Right? Done.